With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You're in the red zone with Nick Coffey on 790 KRD. Fueled by Thorntons. Holy crap. I don't know who the hell we think we are. My wife. My wife can score more than two buckets on 11 shots. The kids are playing the tail off, and the coaches are screwing it up. Go play intramurals, brother. Go play intramurals. They're supposed to be mature adults, but they're really not. Who's the kid here? Who's the kid here? Are you kidding me? Now here's your host, Nick Coffey. Apologies for uh, the delay. I'm very sorry that uh, we're tardy this morning. It's completely on me, but uh, hey, better late than never, right? At least that's what I hope uh, you guys think. Welcome in. Happy Monday. You are in the red zone. We're fueled by thorns right here on 790 KRD. My name is Nick Coffey, the marvelous Matt Allen, alongside today as we take you up until 10 o'clock. Take us with you wherever you go. Listen live on the iHeartRadio app. Listen live at 790KRD.com. As always, on a Monday We've got a lot to react to from the weekend, right? Louisville football bounces back. They get a big-time win, meaning like they, they won by a lot of points, not necessarily a big-time win, meaning that there was a ton of value there. But still, uh, you needed it. You're heading into a bye week, and you got it. And without your quarterback, Malik Cunningham did not play. And Brock Dolman, I can't sit here and tell you that he looked like a good quarterback, but you know what? The guy made plays in Louisville, 134-17, to and... I need to know. We had a post-game show Saturday. Obviously, there's a lot to react to from that show specifically. Um, but again, for those that didn't listen, and look, if you didn't, shame on you, but I get it. It's a Saturday. It's beautiful. It's that time of the year. You got stuff to do. I totally understand. Um, but for me, nothing changed. Nothing changed. I feel no different about Louisville football's future under Scott Satterfield today than I did a week ago. And we knew that going in. And I'm not hearing the noise from the fan base in regards to like, well, I don't know. Look at the games left on the schedule. They've got opportunity. They do have opportunities to finish strong. Like I, I hate even saying that because I don't want anybody to believe that I that I think that's going to happen because I don't. But yes, there are ranked opponents left on the schedule to where if they do start winning games consistently the rest of the way, it would change things. It would it would be a difference maker in regards to how we evaluate Scott Satterfield big picture. But if you would let the Virginia game make you now think that that's going to happen, you're getting fooled and tricked once again. And look, if you want to believe and have hope, that's fine. I get it. You're a fan. Like fans should be fans. When they play Clemson and Kentucky, games I think they're going to get killed in. When, when, when that starts and I'm watching, I'm going to think, here we go, because that's what fans do. But we have to evaluate this in two different ways, on a game-by-game, day-by-day thing, but also big picture. And both can be true. 
They heard all the negative noise. Hell, there was a report that came out on Friday that their coach was going to be fired if they lost. Like this team is dealing with the negative noise that comes with having a, 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 a bad season, which they are. And they came out and they won. So, again, give these guys credit. But this is what Satterfield does. He beats teams like Virginia. And, yes, he did it without his quarterback, but, like, that doesn't, doesn't change anything for me big picture. But I'm curious. Maybe it does for you. And, if you, and it, look, we can, we can agree to disagree. We can have different opinions. I hate this world we live in now where you can't just agree to disagree. You can't have different views on things and just have a conversation about it. I feel like the majority of those that called in the postgame show on Saturday that did have a different opinion, we were, we were, you know, we were kind to each other. We were, but then there, of course, there's a couple people that called in and, you know, yelled at me and I yelled at them. Matt, I did a lot of yelling on the postgame show. I'm sorry. You would have, you would have been embarrassed of me. You would have been ashamed. Yelling you, you, at who? Callers. You just said. Why were you yelling at callers? Because they were getting me fired up. Why? Because they were saying, well, could you enjoy this win, Nick? They did, yeah. Okay. Well, That's, why couldn't you join the win? I mean, it didn't do anything for me. Oh. And I never told – here's what happened. Well, that's not – it didn't do anything for you, so you can't enjoy it? I mean, I just – I didn't – like, it was – I'm glad they won when they play. I want to see them win and not lose. But, like, it right. did – all – I turned into the biggest grumpy Gus, if you will, on Saturday because I said – and I will I will sit here at 7-17 – like, I, I stand by everything I said, but I also am being – not really necessarily – like, I said I do not want to see the team on the sideline promoting, promoting that they're about to have their postgame party when they're about to get their first ACC win. I just don't like the optics of acting as if Louisville football is in a good spot and they just accomplished something substantial. You know, I don't think the culture is toxic. Well, I don't and it's, think those two things are related to me, but go ahead. I don't think that this, I don't think that this culture is toxic to where, you know, these, these kids are, you know, when I say a culture problem, people think, I mean, I'm, I'm not even saying that they have one, but if, you know, you know what, you know what may be a factor in Louisville not being able to actually win meaningful games and never being able to rise to the occasion and having that chip on their shoulder. It's because when they beat Virginia to improve to one and two in the ACC internally, they do a PR stunt to where they won a national championship. And I don't want these guys to not celebrate their wins. I never said players can't celebrate. Well, then what's that sounds like what you just said. So what was the what? So I, I guess I would need to hear the. The uh, the promotion that's the gimmick because yes yes players Social, not celebrating a, players not being able to celebrating a, celebrate a win is grumpy Gus big time. But I didn't say they couldn't celebrate. I don't right. like going so, to, going to social media and like promoting a post game party where you're pouring bottles on each other and acting like you won a national championship. Uh, okay, my point is you can do that. That's fine. But why does it need to be? Hell, I think half the things we do in society now are only so we can post it on social media. That's well, just the that's world we live the in now. That's, that's yeah. a different yeah. problem. But I never said players can't celebrate. I just said, please read the room. How about, you know, how, you know re- read the room. Know the situation that you're in. Because th- th- my biggest gripe about Louisville football under Scott Satterfield, other than, of course, lack of results, is that we've just become who we are. We've become this. And that's my, that's what scares me is that Louisville, it's not, it's not to say you can't ha- I never told anybody not to be happy. I never told anybody not to feel good about winning. Never once did I say that by me tweeting like, please, can we not, for the love of God, 
do a ton, do a ton of social media PR stuff. It wasn't a criticism of the players even. It's just yeah, like so you're not you're not you're not upset at the players. No. You're, you're mad at the social media person who, in fairness, has a job to do. And if 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 they if from their perspective, if they posted nothing after a win, would probably be in trouble with who was who hired them. Sure. Yeah. I, I, it, so both things can be true. Yes. They can do what they want to do and have fun, but I just think like. There's, I don't think there's really any benefit. Like my my fear as a Louisville football fan is that Louisville just becomes accustomed to this being an average mediocre team at best and celebrating these kind of things. Now, look, you were without your quarterback and you won big. I'm not saying people like again. We have to be completely this side or the opposite side in everything in life and. Me, me tweeting what I tweeted turned into people calling in the postgame show, yelling about it. And like, I just got very defensive. I will admit it. I got defensive because people were reacting to something I didn't actually say. Like they, they took it in a way that wasn't actually what I said. And it's not like, well, you don't, you know, it, it's not even a, well, context is important. Well, hey, that you literally, like, I never said fans can't be happy. It turned into me telling people that if they were, having a good Saturday and they weren't miserable, then they suck as humans. And I never said anything close to that. And it just got me worked up. The disconnect here is that you or the, the callers, either one, it was only one that I got really ugly. with. Well, whoever is assuming that celebrating a win and posting it on social media and, uh, accepting, mediocrity are connected and i don't think they are they're not so uh i think that's that's the key just because you celebrate a win and post it on social media i don't think you're celebrating mediocrity i think you're celebrating a win and post it on social media i think that's a separate issue yeah so to me them doing that is not louisville basically football p- tweeting we celebrate mediocrity here's a video <laughs> that, that's not what they're saying they're saying what we they won, did we're happy. What if they did that? If they did that, you'd have a case. <laughs> if they did that, you would 100% have a case. But I don't think that's what they were doing. Print the t-shirts. Right. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm just visually seeing what that would look like, and it yeah. would be funny. It would be amazing. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm, getting the, I'm getting the text line fired up right now. 502-653-0790 is the LNN Federal Credit Union text line. I got to get this figured out. I can only read the text on my, my, my secondary laptop. Yeah, we should probably move that to a new computer since we moved everything else over here. But I can't. Them. I don't know how to get it. You can. How? You, you didn't think you could get here this morning, did you? No. Okay. <laughs> well, you figure that out. You'll figure this out. Yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> it's true. Um, but this... One of the first texts we got this morning at 7.05 said, uh, I was a little worried about the delayed start. I thought maybe Billy put out a hit on you. Yeah, Billy's the caller who I yelled I was, at. It was, okay. He pissed me off, man. Well, Billy's will do that sometimes. You want to hear it? Uh, go for it. Play it. I'm not going to play it right now, it's, oh. it's, it, but I'll, I'll clip it and play it. Right. I, I, like yesterday, I'm just enjoying my Sunday. My wife and my kids are out of town. They went to Great Wolf Lodge, so I had the... Uh, house to myself and uh, had some friends over to watch some football and like they were bringing it up people were texting me like damn billy like what what, you know him like geez y'all you guys really really yelling at each other and it it, you know what what are you laughing i'm kind of sorry i missed it i mean 
I'm sure I'll hear it, so it's fine. I don't want you to hear it because you'll make fun of me. Well, that's not a long trip. It's true. It's not like that's never happened before, right? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, What a weekend it was. We got a lot to react to this morning. Uh, Again, Louisville football, their situation to me is unchanged. They now hit the bye week. And and, and I do want to get into um, a report that came out Friday right after the show ended from Adam Rittenberg that if Louisville was to lose to Virginia, which of course they didn't, that Satterfield would lose his job. I have I have thoughts on sort of that report, how it was put out there, um, and obviously they didn't lose. Um, but I just I'll just I'll just because we've already had people asking the question on the text line. It's probably been debated among fans, and I don't think fans are wrong or silly for doing this because I get it. You're a fan; you want to hold out hope, but you have to have hope. But I still don't even think there's a scenario. Like if you beat Clemson and Kentucky, but that means you finished, you know, six and six. I still don't think that's good enough to feel like Louisville is in a good spot. Now, those would be monumental wins. So like maybe that maybe that sounds insane. But like we don't even need to have that conversation. It's not going to happen. They're not going to beat either of those teams. And we all know it. And if you want to hold out the hope and belief and dream big, do it. You should. You're, but like, I'm not gonna like like we're not going to turn this into the show during the bye week where we start to think about. Well, I don't know. What if they? You know, this team, this program has shown us who they are under Scott Satterfield for years now. They don't win big games. They beat like the, the win against Virginia again without Malik. That made it a little bit of a different situation. But this is just what they do. They beat the bad teams. They beat the teams they're supposed to beat. By the way, by the way, they were still favored in that game without their quarterback. And look, they, they, they got it done, but they've always done that, right? Like they beat those kind of teams. They don't beat teams that matter. And this was said on the broadcast multiple times, and I feel like it's actually been proven not to be true. But it also is one of those stats that like, again, if it's not true, then, you know, stand corrected. But this was the first time Louisville trailed by double figures under Scott Satterfield and actually won a game. Now, I think that's wrong because I do believe they were down to Mississippi State in that bowl game. So maybe it's maybe what they were saying on the broadcast was that it's the first time against an ACC opponent, first time in ACC action that they trailed by that much and they by double figures and they won a game. But like that, that tells you like that this is that's what they do, you know. Again, so maybe. But if you are the person that's like, well, they never done it. Well, now they did. They were down ten nothing and now they won. So they have turned the corner. Nick, this is a new Louisville football program. If that's the way you feel. Have fun, but like I, I'm not. I mean, I, I'm still evaluating things big picture. But you know what? That doesn't mean you can't have enjoyed what happened Saturday. Brock Doman's the freaking man. Love that guy. I don't know how good he is as a quarterback. I'm not sure how much talent he has, but he's tough. Runs through people. He'll make mistakes. He'll throw some awful passes and interceptions. But you know what? The guy gets back up, gets under center, and does not let the not let his mistakes affect the next play. And that was great to see. So again, both things can be true. We can say, hey. Good job. These guys heard all the negative noise. They heard their coach was going to lose his job. They know they're winless in the ACC. Backs against the wall start and quarterbacks not playing. And they came out. They played hard. Good for them. They should enjoy that moment. But you know what else can also be true? It doesn't change anything how we're viewing Scott Satterfield's position. Big picture. And also, it's a matter of preference. I don't think it's a good look to do the PR stunt, social media-wise, that Louisville football's in a great spot. But we can agree to disagree. That's, that's what makes life great. All right, we got to run. I apologize for the uh, the delay to get this this up and running. It's on me. I'll own it. 
You want to hear Billy, man? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you hear Billy All on right. the other side. Let's do it. I mean, I think it's it's only fair that you get you get to uh, you know to enjoy it because I know a lot of listeners enjoyed it. Meaning, you know, they just uh, they said I sound like a crazy person. I had family reach out and say, "Are you okay?" I'm, I said, "I'm fine. I'm just going to defend myself." You got to call in the show and and react to something I didn't say. I'm going to defend myself. I mean, I'm just going to. I'm sorry. You are in the red zone. We're fueled by Thorns right here on 790 KRD. Zone with Nick Coffee on 790 KRD, fueled by Thorntons. Matt, I'm going door to door today after the show, asking Louisville fans if they're happy, and if they say yes, I'm kicking them in the nuts. Nobody can be happy. Listen, nobody. If, if we can film that, that would be content. And I still love that that's what it turned into is I told people they can't be happy. I literally just said, please, let's do it. Let's, you know, enough with the PR stuff that Louisville football is in a great spot. And uh, Billy called in and um, he made it personal. And I, you know, I, I, I got worked up. I sounded defensive, but I just don't, I don't like, well, <laughs> you're going to be embarrassed by me. <laughs> Well, just like I that's became impossible. like, like I can't, I be like, you know, all hey, Nick, that's impossible. You're a wonderful, wonderful boy. Everybody likes you. It's impossible not to like you. Impossible. Thank you. Here is a, I'll just play it. Again, I, I will, I would never claim to be the most connected and I'm not at all with this staff. They don't, they don't, this staff has never liked me because <laughs> I criticized Satterfield for complaining about L's down at midfield. Um, and I've had staffers that have left this staff that have told me, and they're elsewhere, that I became, you know, and I became the guy that was never going to get information and never going to be in, in. And it's fine. I don't give it. I don't give a damn. But like, I complained publicly about L's down at midfield complaints from Satterfield, and I was just out with this, with this, with the staff, with Satterfield and those guys. Um, I don't know if it was sad specifically, but still, like, you know, I know how this stuff works. So, you know, it's fine. Like, I, I don't, you know. I don't say that to, uh, you know, complain. It's whatever. I get it. If they're offended by what I say, that's fine. But, like, now that I can just say what I want and not have to worry about it, it's whatever. And today, I guess my worry is that, like, Louisville fans think I'm the most miserable human and that I want them to be sad. That's not it at all. It's just I'm going to be real with you. Today did not change how I feel about Louisville football's future. That's where I'm at. All right, we'll we'll, we'll try to get to those that are holding. Uh, um, we're supposed to go an hour, but, you know, I mean, I'll I work overtime for you. That's what I do. I mean, that's – I mean – what else? I mean, I'll work overtime for you guys because I because I because I love you and I appreciate you listening. There's a lot of things you could be doing on a beautiful Saturday afternoon, and you're sitting here with us. Thank you. Let's go to Billy. Billy, you're up. Billy, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. What's up, brother? Hey, um, I wanted you to clarify something for me, sure. if you wouldn't mind. Did you have a problem with the locker room celebration of the players? Is, did I come in late? And, you you, 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 you can't. Billy, you came in way late. Here's my stance on the locker room celebration. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Players 
should celebrate. They should feel good about themselves today because they could have easily thrown in the towel. They could have easily mailed it in. They were down 10 nothing today. And Billy, for the first time in the Satterfield era, they trailed by double digits and won a game. So players deserve a lot of credit today. Hell, even the staff. I don't know who was involved in what because they were making some changes. But, but everybody involved should feel good about today's result. What happened is I said that I don't want to see the promotion. And again, you can disagree. I just personally don't want people to act as if Louisville football is in a great spot because I don't think they are. Players should celebrate. What I, what, I, what I hope we don't get, and if we do, I'll live. I'll sleep fine tonight. It's not going to make me angry. But if we use a if there's a video on social media from the Louisville football account of this team in the locker room and it's used as PR material, I just personally think that it's a bad look because I don't think we should act as if Louisville football is in a good spot as a program three and three, one and two in the ACC. That is my thoughts. I have no problem with players celebrating. And I didn't even, I didn't say that on Twitter. I'm sure you saw that on Twitter and you just wanted to call and give me hell. That's fine. But I never said no, players I shouldn't I, celebrate. I don't, I, don't, I, don't follow you, I don't follow you on Twitter. Oh, let, my let goodness. Me tell you this. I might as well let me, cancel let me, my well, account. Well, yeah. well, no, let me, let me tell you this. There hasn't been a whole lot for the Louisville football program to smile about over the last two or three years. But it's the Louisville football program, and you have to take the high points of the year, even if it's this win, and you've got to promote them. You've got recruits watching. You're always trying to build your brand, okay? Do you understand that? Billy, I understand that, and I disagree with you. Yes or no question. uh, Do I understand what – I mean, I don't – do I, I don't understand that because I don't think the brand today is not a branding win. The brand did not benefit okay. today. It's Rec- not a branding win, but it's a positive win. Nick, have you ever competed at, at, at a Division One level in athletics? No, I've not. Okay. Have you? Okay. Well, so you really don't, you don't really understand. Have you? You really don't understand. How give me your resume, yes, Billy. Yes. Have you competed at Division One level? I give you my resume. My resume is well known around Louisville. I don't okay? know who you are. Say who you it are. It doesn't make any difference. You don't need to know who I am because I'm not going to. I'm not going to fight with you. What I'm going to tell you. I'm not fighting with you either. But right like, when you you're going to insult me. You I'm going to why say do you like, have a problem. I asked you a question and you took it as an insult. I did. I, I told question, you that I didn't you have a problem with it. You, I told you that I didn't have a problem platform. with it. You're 34. Hey, you're 34 years old and you've got a platform that you don't get questioned on pretty much on here most of the time. Okay. You're, I don't know if you're a Louisville fan or not. I'd say you're a Louisville fan, but you're not a Satterfield fan. And I think you've, take, you've got some animosity because you don't get any inside information because you kind of shut your mouth off. Oh, I, I know. I, 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 actually, I actually get it now. I get it now because things aren't okay. well, and that's when they want it out. But go ahead. But you don't, I don't think you understand how much time these kids put in. It's 24-7. I never said that they didn't put in hey, time. Can I finish? No, no. Here's here, here's here. I'm I'm not gonna Austin. Don't run him. Here's here's what I have an issue with. You're telling me I don't. I've never once criticized players and their involvement at all. The issue is actually. I don't think Louisville football has a player issue by any means. They're not the most talented team in the country, but they have enough talent to be better than they are. So when they want to celebrate, that's fine. I think you're picking a fight about something that you don't even know that I said. You asked me a I'm, question. I'm I responded to your question and gave you an honest analysis, and you, you responded as if I said the players can't celebrate. I never said that. Never you said, said that. You said that the Louisville football program, you said that the Louisville football program should not put out any type of media 
that promoted this win, essentially. That is not what I said at all. That That is not what I said at all. I said, don't have the... I said, don't post a video popping bottles like you won a national championship. Of course you're going to promote that you won. That's what that 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 that's that's normal. Again, you can't again, this is not even an attack on you, Billy. You can't say one thing. You take you say one people exaggerate and stretch everything you say. I never ever had an issue with players celebrating. These guys deserve a lot of credit. If they want to post like my only issue, and again, it's a me thing. You can disagree. It's fine. You're right. If you win, celebrate. If you win, feel good about it. But if we continue as a program to brand ourselves, and you mentioned brand. I didn't say brand. You did. If you mentioned brand, this brand that we have right now, even despite today's win, is not what Louisville football is capable of. And I'm not anti-Scott Satterfield. I'm fair. Louisville's coming off back-to-back losing seasons under this guy, and they just got to 500 today. If you think that I'm unfair, and you're going to act as if I'm, I'm, I'm being unfair to him because of like lack of information that's just incorrect you're saying things that aren't true and if you act like i'm the defense and clearly i sound defensive now i am defensive but i'm just gonna call you out on what you're saying that is not true i've not been unfair to satterfield if you're sitting here and you think louisville football's in a good spot right now in year four under scott satterfield we can agree to disagree but i'm not unfair is he gone did we lose billy yes unfortunately billy dropped that's fine. Like, it's a fine debate. He doesn't follow me on Twitter. I should just cancel my account. Yeah, I don't. Come on. What are you doing, Nick? So there it is. Quick timeout. Don't go anywhere. And don't be happy. All right? It's Monday. It sucks. Nobody be happy. Better not see anybody with a smile on their face today. Better not. Matt, what are you smiling about? Stop. I'm not smiling. <laughs> Have you played at the Division One level? Matt? Well, well, I can tell you this. I don't have any children, but I know when your kids suck. What's that mean? I don't have to have children oh. to know about a little bit about. Do you what, can, Do you know Billy's resume? It's well known in Louisville. I look, hey, well Nick. Known in Louisville. Hey, Nick. I don't need to know it. Everybody in Louisville knows it. That's true. It's impressive. Actually, it's a big win for the post-game show having Billy, the uh, star athlete with a great reputation, call into the show, if we're being honest. Right? I mean, that, I, that, I think that actually does warrant celebration. So, But again, don't be happy today. Be miserable. That was, that was I mean, he, he made a lot of good points, but that was the wrong place to go. He didn't make any good points. He made good points, but he. But to, 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 it's always the wrong place to go to say to someone, "Have you ever competed at a Division One level?" I don't need to to have an opinion. Okay, I don't need to. But do you know ha- how hard the players work, man? I, I don't need to to have an opinion, and I, just like I don't need to have, I don't need to have a child to have an opinion on your child. He's a turd. Okay, I've Billy seen him. or the kid, the kid. All right. I don't need to be in. I don't need to one to one be in the situation to have an opinion on it. I've never. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you. That's like saying to you know, 85 percent of this country. Have you ever been president? You're not allowed to have an opinion on the president. Then only 43 people have been have been president. So I guess only 43 people can have an opinion on the president. That's just that's that's bad logic. 
He made some good points. He made a huge mistake making that point. That's a dumb point. All right, we'll take a quick time out. We'll come back and wrap up the 7 o'clock hour. Don't go anywhere. A lot more to get into. It's the Red Zone with Marvelous Matt Allen and, uh, and, and Legendary Billy. You're in the red zone with Nick Coffey on 790 KRD, fueled by Thornton's. That's right, you are in the red zone here on 790 KRD. Thanks for hanging out with us here on a Monday morning. Hopefully you guys had a good weekend. Uh, the local teams, uh, Louisville had a good weekend. Kentucky, not so much. Uh, they uh, lost to South Carolina. Will Levis did not play, and obviously that was a factor in why they were uh, simply not as good as they typically are. But also just a flat performance from Kentucky. That was Mark Stoops' comments, and I think he's right. Uh, and Kentucky had a chance. I mean, the they still could end up having a good season with a good record, and I think that they will. But the thought of having sort of your dream season in the last two weeks, it's completely kind of gone away. I still think they're good, seriously. And I think they'll, uh, you know, I, I think they'll beat Louisville by a lot when they play them. I think they'll still end up with a good record. Um, but, you know, if they, if they hold on and don't, you know, don't shoot themselves in the foot against Ole Miss, and then they don't lay the – because they could have still beat South Carolina without Levis. Um, but like they went from like, yeah, we could go 10 and two to now, like we may go seven and five just because of how their schedule sets up. They've got, uh, they've got Tennessee, Georgia, Mississippi state who they actually play this weekend. I mean, uh, looking at the rest of their schedule and they're sitting there right now with a four and two record, they've got Tennessee, Georgia, Missouri, Vandy, Louisville, Mississippi State, and again, I know it's not in that order. And they obviously they, they will not lose to, to to Missouri. They won't lose to Vandy. They won't lose to Louisville. But you know, if they if they lose to Mississippi State, Tennessee, and Georgia, which is all you know likely if you really think about it. I mean, they're under, they're underdogs in, against Mississippi State. They're going to be underdogs against those other two teams I mentioned, Tennessee and, and, and Knoxville, and of course Georgia's Georgia. I mean that's a seven and five season, and they could go seven and five, and it wouldn't prove that they're not actually good. But man, this is another testament to Mark Stoops because seven and five for Kentucky, for in most instances, has always been believed to be wow, what a year. And now, I think the fans would be disappointed. And it, again, it's because they now have real expectations about their football program because they've they've made some 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 steps up the ladder, if you will, when it comes to uh, the college football world. And I don't know what Levis is going to do. Apparently, he's got turf toe. He did not look like he was close to being able to play uh, when he was on the sideline there. And their quarterback, the young man, I, don't, I didn't see anything that makes me think he's like awful and can't play at this level. But I don't think they had. I don't think they. I don't think they did anything to put him up, set him up for success. They should have really just been way more. They should, well, I, I, there's a lot of things they could have could have done better, but their issue is is very glaring. Kentucky's a pretty simple football team if you think about it. Now, again, if you want to, I mean, without Will Levis, we can if, if if like he's out long term, then it's a different conversation. But their biggest issue, top to bottom, is their offensive line is, is is they stink. They're not any good, and you know you're not able to utilize the weapon you have with uh, Rodriguez because your line is is so poor. And then 
you've got good skill position players on the outside, but your quarterback's getting killed all year. To where you don't, you know, it's not as it's not as easy for you to uh, to utilize those weapons. The young receivers, Dane Key, Barry, and Brown. But I do love that we already have people on the text line. I watched Kentucky play Saturday. I didn't see a team Louisville can't compete with. Well, we we said that before. I, I need to see Louisville have a pulse against their rival before I have any expectation that they may win. All right, we got to run. We got two more hours to go. Stick with us. Matt, I've got another story for you. Okay. Or my life is turning into a Seinfeld episode. Uh-oh. All right. I went back to my high school on Friday for homecoming. Something happened. You're in the red zone with Nick Coffey on 790 KRD. Fueled by Thornton's. All right, it's hour number two here on a Monday morning. You are in the red zone. We are fueled by Thorns. Thanks for hanging out. We certainly appreciate it. Take us with you wherever you go. Listen live on the iHeartRadio app. Listen live at 790krd.com. Stop in this morning. Get yourself some breakfast if you haven't already. Thornton's got, they've got some breakfast options. Great ones, that is. You can uh, get yourself one of those humongous, delicious donuts. Maybe get yourself a breakfast sandwich, maybe some coffee. Uh, Whatever you need to get your day started, they can help you do that. So, again, keep them in mind. There's nearly 50 Kentucky and Thornton's locations. So if you're in the Kentucky area, there's likely one that uh, that is near you. All right. uh, 502-653-0790 is the number if you guys would like to text in on the LNN Federal Credit Union text line. Members get more at LNN Federal Credit Union. You guys can learn more and open an account today at LNNFCU.com. My name's Nick Coffey, the fun sucker making sure nobody's enjoying themselves, making sure nobody's having fun, nobody's celebrating. I want everybody to be miserable. Not really. I'm being sarcastic. I hope you guys can can pick up on that. But that's, of course, what Saturday turned into because uh, I think both things can be true. Louisville players, coaches, fans should feel satisfaction and joy from that game specifically because Louisville won – they doubled up Virginia. They didn't have their starting quarterback. They went on the road, a place they don't win very often, and that's great. But also, I think here's something else that could be true. This notion that that changes things and that Louisville football is in a good spot, I disagree with. And I'm, I'm not even – this was all in, this was all in, this is all nonsense, what this turned into for me on the postgame show Saturday is that – I think we actually like, – people thought about something they don't even disagree with. I don't disagree with anybody saying players should have fun and celebrate. I don't think people disagree with me that Louisville football is, in a, is not in a good spot. Nobody thinks Louisville football is, is thriving and things are fine. Everything's great. So I think we actually all agree. We just yelled at each other, and that's just what life is. That's what happens when you're not succeeding. You get cranky and angry at everyone. You were embarrassed of me in that call, I can tell. Nah. You never even say nah. Like, nah, nah just came out because you didn't want to tell me what you really thought. <laughs> I've never heard you say nah in my life. Nah. I like that. Yeah, well, I just said it. Uh, this is from... A I've fo- never heard you, uh, you know... Uh, I don't get challenged on this platform, Matt. Right. So, please, 
I've never heard you be challenged about your opinions, Nick. You know your role. Don't challenge me. Right. Tell me I'm great. You are great. Shower me with love. You are the best and the best. You're a wonderful, wonderful boy. Everybody likes you. It's impossible not to like you. Impossible. All right. On Twitter, Falling Shutters. I don't understand the name, but that's the name on Twitter. Just listen to 15 minutes of the show. 10 minutes of commercials. Five minutes of UK stuff. Good stuff. Thank you, man. Really appreciate you listening. Look, clearly, you know, I got a little worked up, but that compliment means a lot. It's really helping my Monday. So uh, thank you. I know you were, you know, you were, uh, you're being sincere when you say good stuff. So again, thank you. Um, really appreciate you. More UK coverage coming your way. This is the home of the cats. Is that what it is now? <sighs> you did, they didn't tell you? No, I wasn't told. They didn't tell you what's going on here? No. That's all you need to know. Wow. I'm a big Kentucky fan. Big Might Kentucky as well be fan. at this point. Yeah, like it, I'm just glad I'm just glad that it's that it's now public. Like cause I it was such a issue, like just basically living in like living right. a lie. I mean you had to start that entire blog or I'm sorry, do you do you not call it a blog? Well, it's it is a blog. Okay. I was just making sure I didn't know if it was like, you know, talking. I mean I've so, I've since sold it, but yes. Um Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like start, it, that's, that was a, a cover. Yeah, huge, it's a front. That's a yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty clever smokescreen. Yeah, I mean, Billy called in on the postgame show. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you're a Louisville fan. I don't think you're a Louisville fan. You're, and, and, you're and, clearly not a Louisville and fan. I, and I, look, I'm glad he said that because it needed to be addressed. It needs to be out there. And that is that I created uh, a website, blog, covering Louisville for years, uh, making no money in the first you know, initial stages, um, put a ton of time into it. And finally started turning into where it was a business. It became uh, my career. And then I turned that into an opportunity to work in radio. And uh, I did all that as a closeted Kentucky fan. Like, yep, that's impressive, right? It kind of is. Yeah. All this time, people have been thinking I might be a Louisville fan. Now, now I can just be myself. I'm a big Kentucky fan. Love the Cats. <laughs> Go Cats. Louisville, I don't, you know. I'm gonna. I mean, I, when Kentucky's not playing Louisville, Matt, or Louisville's not playing Kentucky, I mean, I I, I kind of pull for him, right? And that what people say, yeah. I mean, I kind of pull for him when when the cats aren't on, because when the cats are on, it's <laughs> nothing else matters. I need, uh, but I'm so unused to being able to talk about being a Kentucky fan that I like. I don't even know the lingo. Like, what do we say? BBN. Cats by 90. Go Big Blue. Stoops Troops. What else you got, Matt? What did they say back in Casey County when you were growing up? Go Big Blue. Go Big Blue. Yep. Live! Live! Go Big Blue. What's the What's the fight song? On, uh, I don't know. On, on, U of K? I don't know. On, on, U of K. On, on, U of K. That's not how it goes, though. Teach me. Well, I mean, isn't it... Uh... Isn't it in the bank? I don't know. You're supposed to know that, not me. Yeah, but yes. I'm looking it up. It feels so good to just break free, you know? It's been hard living a lie. Right. Here for, you go. For decades. Here you go. Let's see if I got, let's see if this is it. It's got to be it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Woo! God, feels good. Keep that on a loop in the yeah. background. You want that to yep. be the new open? 
Go Cats. <laughs> you know you're losing some staunch defenders that you had by doing that, right? I'm just being me now, Matt. Okay, Let me be you. me. All right. Let me live. I'm sorry. Hey. Cats by 90. I we're mean, getting, look, we're getting nine this year. I would never say year. people shouldn't enjoy themselves and uh, have fun over a win. I would, I would never say that. So. Did you make Billy call in? I don't know. To, 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 to ruffle my feathers, I, if you I will? Don't, I don't personally know Billy, unfortunately. You were Billy. You think I, that <laughs> was, was you? That was me? Wait a second. Wait a second. Have you played at the Division One level? I have not. Shows. Yeah. I don't think you understand what these kids put in, Matt. And nobody said that. Nobody once brought Like, I just love the thought of, like, I'm going door to door. If Louisville fans are happy today, I'm going to tell them, you should be miserable. Let me kick you in the, in, in the sack and bring you down because nobody can be happy because I'm the fun sucker. Um, and then I'm going to say, wait a second, before I leave, do you know what these student athletes put in? And if they say, uh, I think, they, no, shut your mouth. You don't know. <laughs> and it shows. I want Billy's resume. It's well known in Louisville, but I got to know who it is. Like, who says that and then, like, won't tell me who you are? Like, what a, what, what a, what a, what a, uh, a phone line warrior he is. <laughs> What's funny? <laughs> what? he, he loves Billy. Listen to He's him. He's not here anymore. Let it go. I can't let it go. Uh, clearly. Vanetti told me I got worked up. Yeah, and it made me mad. He, you got worked up. Yeah, he's he. he you got worked up. Yeah, and okay. then I shouldn't have got worked up with Billy. Yeah. Sounds like you're still worked up. Clearly, my wife and kids were out of town. I just been sitting at home stewing, just just mad that everybody's have that people aren't miserable. I want mi- yeah, I want people want to be miserable. Yeah. And if there's any anybody out there enjoying life, I'm gonna put an end to it today. All right. All right. How about your New York Giants? Hey, hey, Super Bowl champs, dude! That was last time they started. Uh, last time they didn't have a better start since two thousand nine, and they look like a good team too. What do you think about that? Like they look the part. How about uh, the Ravens getting a win last night? They needed it. Yeah, that was not. That was the sorry only, Bengals fans. Yeah, I didn't really super love that outcome. A pretty. Uh, I'm. I'm just. Yesterday was a. You know. Of course, I didn't win. An, I didn't win any bets because I. Because I, I. suck at betting on sports. But um, didn't you have the? I saw the. Uh, when, as soon as I saw the line score, I thought, "Oh dear." Oh yeah. Well, I was already over anyway because of. Uh, we didn't get what we needed on. Uh, on uh, Saturday. Oh, but, we didn't. But but nonetheless, like that is why the NFL is so hard to bet on. Detroit didn't score a point. They lost 29 to nothing to Bailey Zappi and the Patriots. And Detroit had been lighting teams up all year. It's just, it's crazy. Is Geno Smith the MVP? I mean, I'm, I mean, seriously, Geno Smith has been on fire, leads the NFL in QBR. And, and didn't they lose? Yeah, so he's not MVP, but he's yeah. phenomenal. They lost to the Saints, baby. Yeah, Saints, get him out. Taysom Hill went off yesterday. Did you see that? I didn't know because I, I it was not locally on. Did you watch the morning game? Hopefully you did. Of course yeah. I did. The Giants were playing in London. G-Man. As we continue to shove American football down the world's throat. But hey, it as got, if they it, asked for it. It got your boys in primetime, though. Hey, I'll take I, it. I, isolated I've the Giants' standalone game. I'm very excited yeah. about that. Get your jersey on. Wear it in. 
Huh? Get your jersey. Wear it in. It's got your name on the back. That is true. It does have my name yeah. on the back. Dude, the Steelers really suck. Like, they, they're really well, bad. Well, in fairness, they're not good. They did play the Bills. And they lost 38-3. to They look really good. Yeah, I still think the Bills are the best team in the NFL. I mean, if they looked that bad against, say, the Seahawks, that would be concerning. Yeah. But they looked that bad against the Bills. And you know what? The Rams didn't look very good against the Bills. And the Rams the, are supposed to be pretty good, the Ram, too. I think the Rams stink. Okay, well, I know. But you, you're not going ca- to beat Cooper Rush, Nick, ever. He's like... I'm not kidding you. He's never going to lose a game. I, I I yelled at my friend yesterday who was over the house. He he thinks that they there's no debate. You hand the job back to Dak when he comes back. Why? They were awful under Dak Prescott. And they're not making Cooper Rush do anything crazy. Like, you know, with, with, with his arm or anything. He's not, you know, lighting anybody on fire. But at the same point in time, they're winning. It works. Why would you mix this up? Why would you, why would you go? And I know you paid Dak a ton of money, so it'd be like a wasted investment, but like, don't bring him back quick. Let Cooper Rush keep rolling because Dallas looks good. And then, God, Baker Mayfield's got to be done. Uh, he'll, he'll come back the first game they lose. You think? Well, um, Dak was already saying he wanted to play against the Rams. Yeah. And, but suddenly he wasn't able to play against the Rams. So uh, it's because. My man Cooper Rush hasn't lost a game. He yet. looks so good too. I mean, just he just he's running the show. He's not doing anything crazy with his arm. When I say he looks good, I guess what I mean more than anything is they look like their weapons, their pieces, everything's working with him under center. And with Dak, for whatever reason, it just didn't. And again, it was only two games, but I feel like Dak has never fully made that big jump to where we're like, all right, it's clear this guy is in the elite of the elite quarterbacks. He's not Rodgers, he's not Brady, anything like that. But he's really, it just feel like he's never made that step. We still only have one unbeaten team in the league, and that, of course, is the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Jalen Hurts having a phenomenal season. Having A.J. Brown has certainly uh, made life a little easier for him. And we've got a game tonight, the Chiefs and the Raiders. The Raiders. Are the Raiders still winless? They beat somebody, didn't they? No, they, they won. They won last week. I think week, the right? only winless team is... Um, the team that's in the independent, one of the independent teams, uh, Houston Texans, they haven't won a game. Yeah. Hate the Texans. Why? Well, I'm not going to put it on a T for you, but the AFC South is hilarious. I've never heard of that. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 a, I mean, Jags were supposed to you know maybe claim the division, and you know they lost six to thirteen to the lowly Houston Texans. Oh, so Houston has won. Yes, a game Houston now. has won a game now. Okay, good. Yeah. I mean, I, that doesn't really help a division, but I mean, our division. I mean, it's, it's, it makes the independence in the NFL can, look better. Let's relegate the division. Can we do that? SEC West replaces AFC South. You in? I don't. I don't. I don't think there is an AFC South. I think uh. I don't think that division exists. All right, we'll get back into Louisville football coming up here on the other side. I don't know what I can share with you that I haven't already shared. I don't think anything is different today than it was a week ago. I think Louisville football still needs to make a move from Scott Satterfield when the season comes to an end. I'm aware that he has opportunities to win big games that would certainly change how. We view him, but I just can't be the pep rally leader shaking pom-poms telling fans that I believe that's going to happen because I don't. Aren't they three and three? Yes. What if they go nine and three? Stop it. (laughs) What do you mean stop it? What if they go nine and three? I'm leaving. You're leaving what? The studio? I mean, they have, let's see, don't they have, I mean, what if they go nine and three and they have opportunities to win over what, four ranked teams? 
The only non-ranked teams they play left are James Edison, James Madison, James Madison, and uh, the, the other one, Pitt. Pitt. That's it. Everybody else they play is ranked, provided those teams stop losing. That's four ranked wins and nine and three. What do you think about that? I mean, I think that's. I think maybe you got. I mean, I, I know in news you want to be first to the. Oh, we had the report first, so I get that you're kind of already doing your December show in October. But what if they go nine and three and win out? James Madison's ranked. Oh, they are ranked now. Twenty fifth. Okay, well then uh, that's five ranked wins, and they're nine and three. And you don't want to with a top twenty class coming in, and you want to move on. They're not going nine and three, How do you and know you that? know that. <laughs> I don't know because I've watched the football team this year. Oh, have you? No, I. Thank haven't. you. <laughs> I've watched Scott Satterfield coach this program for years. He doesn't. They're not, they're not going to beat those teams. Okay, well, we'll see. A lot of people thought Boston College wasn't going to beat Louisville, and they did. So there you go. There's your lesson. I'll teach you. They're not going nine and three. Stop. What if they go eight and four? Seven and five. Seven and five, no. Eight and four, then it's a then yeah, there's a real conversation. All right, all right. That because if you go eight and four, there's you got three right now, right? See, I've already got them turning and, and considering maybe you have to go five and two the rest of the way to go. Or no, you can't you, go five you, and no, two. No, no, I'm sorry. It's not six, yeah, yeah, seven games. Yeah, left. you have to go uh, five and one, right? Yep. Five and one. All right, so they lose to Kentucky and then they win out. It's not happening. Because you don't think they're going to beat Kentucky, so fine, I'll give you that. They're not beating Clemson at Clemson. Like, those are automatic losses. Nah. They can win at Clemson. Here's here's my nightmare. Davos thinking about a new job. Here's my nightmare scenario. They beat JMU, and because JMU's ranked, people are like, that's a win against a ranked team. Why can't people be positive? I didn't say they couldn't. Well, there you go. Let me, you don't have to. Let, let, let me, let me, why can people say that? Let me finish my scenario. All right. Let's let's hear the rest of the scenario. Louisville three and three. Yep. They beat Pittsburgh. That's four and three. They beat James Madison five and three on a roll. Three in a row, Nick. Nick. And they beat NC State. Okay, is that who's next? No, Pitt's next, but there's a bye week. This no, weekend. I mean after the three you the three you mentioned that NC State. You're going down the list, right? No, I will because you're oh, okay. right. That makes more sense. Okay, yeah. Um, so Louisville's three and three. Here, here, here's the here's the nightmare fuel. Okay, here's nightmare the nightmare fuel. First, first of all, you're saying nightmare fuel, and then you're saying Louisville's winning. So you're building your case for cat fans. I'm just saying, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Beat Pitt, four and three. Sweet. Lose to Wake. They'll beat Wake. Wake's ranked. So? You're, you're, just, you're just toying with me. You've not watched Louisville football, and you're just like, oh, they'll be Wake. Louisville's not beating good teams. They don't beat good teams. That's not what they do. That is who they are. Virginia's they a bad team. Virginia sucks out loud. Okay, well, they beat them with their backup quarterback. Virginia is awful. Anybody who says differently is wrong. And again, Louisville can't control that Virginia's awful. So give them credit. They went 34-17. Right, so they're 4-4. Four and four. This is still nightmare fuel. It doesn't sound that bad yet, but go ahead. They're losing to Wake Forest. They're going to beat James Madison. 5-4. and four. They lose to Clemson. 5-5. Five and five. They beat NC State. 6-5. and five. They beat Kentucky. Or they lose so- to Kentucky. How, how's that nightmare fuel? That, that 6-6, six and six, I think, well, you'll probably get what you want. 
Don't you think? I hope. God, that sounded cold. You'll probably get what you want. Like, I want Satterfield's family out in the streets. Well, what have you been saying for weeks? I want him to be fired at the end of the year and we'll, we'll okay, move on. Then, then that's what you want. But is it six not? and six, but if they have the win against Pitt and James Madison and NC State, who's probably going to be ranked as well, yeah. people will sell. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's six and six, but look at this schedule. And Do to be you fair, want the schedule no is tough. To sell Scott Satterfield? Isn't that allowed? People can sell Scott Satterfield. People forget. Because just because you're not. People can, other people still can. Can we talk about a real football program? UK? <laughs> I'm dying to talk UK football. Please. All right, go for it. You know how free I feel right now? Just letting, just ripping yep. the shackles off. You know? Yeah, apparently. I mean, what, if you were, you know, I mean, but if you're going to talk UK and become a UK fan, then become, I'm, become a UK fan. I'm just going to tell you, I mean, look, Louisville won with their backup uh, quarterback this weekend. UK couldn't eat that cat fan, Nick. Yeah, it's true. It's very true. So you, you're, you're right. That's not a nightmare scenario because I still think even at that point, it still is a pretty obvious decision to just say this wasn't working. Let's move in a different direction. Um, but I don't know. Like Josh Hurd. We don't, we've never seen him go through this before as an athletic director. And I don't say that to say he won't handle it the right way and make the right decision. But it's just when Tom George was here, we, he was here for a long time. And we were able to kind of – I think we all kind of had a feel for what, which direction he would go based off what was happening. With Josh, we just don't know. I'll tell you, if you really – I mean, I know, I, know, I know the point you're trying to make. But a nightmare scenario really is 2000, uh, 2018. Yeah. That was that was Two and ten. That was a nightmare scenario. Okay, that was that was bad. The, six and six is not nightmare scenario. That's just well, yeah. again, kind of ho hum. Could have been better. Could have been worse. Speaking of nightmare, it is so great to wake up from that nightmare of living a lie <laughs> that I'm a Louisville fan. Good grief! It feels good, man. You know how much this has been weighing on me. Uh huh. Yeah. I can finally be free and let people know. All the years covering U of L, all the years you know, putting in time, effort, traveling to road games, a ton to, for coverage for the show. It was all a front. It was all a fake. It was all a lie. And now I can be free. I can be me. I'm a Kentucky fan. Don't like Louisville. Ah, oh, it feels good to say it. God, I feel good. And if you feel good today, shame on you. Nobody should be happy. All right, quick timeout. I don't know what's next, but just don't leave, please. Zone with Nick Coffee on 790 KRD, fueled by Thorntons. That's right, you are in the red zone here on 790 KRD. Thanks for hanging out, certainly appreciate it. On a Monday morning, 502 653 0790, that is. The LN Federal Credit Union Text Line. 
Uh, this text says, you've been spoon-fed your whole life, preppy boy. Shut the hell up. Hashtag Billy Nation. What does that mean, spoon-fed? Like, I, I did grow up having a spoon. I had a spoon, my, my wife or my parents. But you fed yourself. Until I, I until I was able to feed myself, yeah. Like, but like my mom, when I was a baby, she did feed me baby food in a spoon. I think that happens to all of us. Probably. So you were spoon fed too at some point. Yes, yeah. I, I don't remember it, but I'm sure I was. I mean, I'm spoon fed now. I'm, my I mean, wa- I'm still alive, so someone fed me somehow. I mean, I'm spoon fed now. Are you? Yeah, my wife. Yeah. Oh, okay. You don't? I mean, yeah. Are you surprised? I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, no. I, I I wasn't. I hadn't eaten a meal with you recently, so I, just I didn't know. Uh. Yeah, we went to lunch, and I was you didn't offer to feed to. to yeah, feed I me noticed that. you still managed to eat your food, though. I know, but like I, I it was just, tough. I just felt like you should know, like, hey, Nick's here. I should probably feed him. Like, probably feed him. Yeah, I was really. What is what is what does preppy boy mean? Am I preppy boy? Yeah, I mean, not today. You're wearing a hoodie. That's not super preppy. I mean, I did work at Hollister, so I guess that it's. Yeah, I mean, you were wondering how people. If people Have you heard how good our jeans, jeans fit? fit? Yeah. You totally threw me off that one time you acted like you wanted to know, and I never had that come up. Yeah. But like if somebody said, no, I haven't, tell me. I wouldn't have had any answers. Uh, so, again, uh, Billy has uh, a supporter on the text line. Shout out to Billy. Uh, this text says, I missed Billy's call Saturday. Thank you for playing it. Uh, great way to start my Monday. And, Nick, you are correct. Nothing to celebrate here. Saturday was a battle of who could suck less. I didn't say that. You did. Uh, meaning, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't think it was a battle of who could suck less. But yeah, but both for back to back weeks, Louisville has uh, has been a part of, I think, the least buzzworthy Power Five matchups in college football. And again, that's not just their fault. Part of it's also because they played Boston College and they played Virginia. Um, so look, if you are just now joining us, uh, I absolutely think Louisville. Um, the and then, pl- but but don't forget. I mean, do still recognize there's still. That text, the point you didn't part out, is still, I mean, because I know that you said that you don't like this. That's, if I'm correct, that's still misquoting you. Right? How so? Because the text said, you are right, there's nothing to celebrate here. Yeah, that's what it says. Okay. Well, that's not what you said for, you didn't say the players shouldn't celebrate. Right? Correct. I just okay. don't want. I don't want it to be marketing material that that things are great. And I and, and again, it's not because I'm like, wait a second, these guys they better be miserable. It's just a really telling thing. If in fact these guys, I don't want them to be miserable. I don't want them to think they suck. But if we're gonna act like everything's okay and this is fine, like both things can be true. You don't have to act miserable. But I just think the, the 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 biggest fear I have is that Louisville football just accepts that they're going to be a mediocre program forever, and I and I I know they're better, they're capable capable of being better than that. Um, so the, I, I think I can have that stance, but also say, yeah, players want to celebrate, feel good about themselves, that's fine, even if they want to celebrate and show it. But like the official U of L, like we celebrate every win around here, like. I don't want Louisville to be Alabama or Georgia or Ohio State, but like, am I am I wrong? Am I crazy for actually understanding and maybe preferring 
a coach that knows his team can win, but also be pissed off at him because they didn't play well. And I'm not saying Saturday was an example of that. You had the back against the wall. Tyron Evans didn't play. Malik didn't play. But, like, how many times has Nick Saban blown somebody off the field? And, again, I hate using the Saban example because it makes people think I want Louisville to be Alabama, and I don't. But, like, coaches can tell players, you know, hey, I'm glad we won. But, man, you better play better next week because we got a better opponent. They're going to be like. So that's the video you prefer. That's the video. I don't want a video. I don't want a video. Why can't they? Why can't? Why can't they have a video? What's who's that bothering? Is that bothering you? Unfollow. If Louisville's going to continue to put out PR marketing material as if they won a national championship game when they're three and three, I think that's a bad look. That's their job. Isn't that their job to put out PR videos? I can put out better content that's more fitting to the situation. Okay. <laughs> Satterfield, say, Satterfield saying, hey, guys, you fought hard. I appreciate it. Uh, celebrate this one. It was nice. Back against the wall. But again, the over-the-top promotion of, hey, we're about to go party like we won a national championship game. I just think it's a bad look. And, 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 and it, it's another sign that Louisville football is just accepting being what this is. And that's, that's where I disagree. Okay. Uh, that that's that again. We can disagree. Yeah, we can. Yeah. I view it more as we won, so everything is fine this week. Yeah, because and, we and, and again, that, when that, we lose next week, I'm going to be upset because everything's not fine that we didn't lose next week. If I, they lose, I've, I don't know. I've said it this morning, and I've said it many times in the last few weeks. The evaluations are different, big picture, and then of course in the now. There was a report that came out on Friday. Their coach was going to be fired. Malik Cunningham didn't make the trip. Tyon Evans, their best weapon outside of Malik, didn't play. And they won. They doubled him up. So a game-by-game, day-by-day scenario, hey, way to fight hard. These guys have never quit, and I never thought they would. That's why I never thought they should ever move on from Satterfield midseason because these guys have not quit. He's not lost the locker room. It's not a toxic thing you just can't recover from. But the results just aren't good enough. So, again, you can evaluate things on a day-by-day Basis, and you can also evaluate big picture. And unfortunately for Scott Satterfield in year four, it's time to assess big picture. Like, that—that—that—that's that, why this is such a talking point. If—if if, if it wasn't a contract year for him, I think it'd be different. If he was in year three, but he's in year four, and Louisville football's three and three. And here's what here's what here's what I just don't really understand. I mean, I do understand it because it's just how things are, and it's the way fans operate. But. Last week, every reaction we got, every reaction that we got was Satterfield's not doing good enough. I did, I, again, I didn't hear a single person that reached out to the show on the phone lines or the text line that defended Satterfield as if things are good and things are going well. Why now do you think that that's different? That's what I don't get. Again, you can still say, hey, they won, they played well, I'm glad they fought hard and they won, but like – me saying, hey, this still isn't good enough. What is wrong with me saying that? What, is, what, what do you disagree with? I think what, more, more than anything, it's just, oh, why you got to be such a, a miserable sack of crap all the time? And that was never, you know, I never actually even gave off the energy and the, I never said I'm angry about it. I just said, I don't think it's a good look and please don't do it about the whole celebration stuff. And it turned into people telling me I was miserable. No, I'm fine. Hey, Louisville football can have, could have, you know, Louisville football could have lost 55 to nothing on Saturday and they could have actually posted a video celebrating that they lost and I still would have slept fine. I still would have had a fine life. It didn't impact me. I never said it did. I didn't even really show it. But again, you know, you, you, you say something that people don't agree with and it, it, one gets stretched and exaggerated as if you said something that you didn't. 
And I just, that's life. I got to accept it. That's just how it is. Matt's mentioned this many times on the show. Like people hear what they want to hear. And, you know, he'll say something sarcastically, or maybe he'll say something that he's serious about, that he believes. But you know what? It means I said it. <laughs> and I just, that's, that's life. You want to hear an embarrassing story? Is this the one that yeah. you went to your, you, what did you say? You said you went to your high school. Yeah, homecoming. Homecoming. Oh, yeah, the weekend so, uh, something so they, happened. My old high school, uh, they had homecoming on Friday. They did something special for my nephew, which was great. Uh, and it was great to be back under the lights at C.T. Collins Field. <sighs> The juices were, I mean, it was, felt like old times. Wow, you didn't play football? No, but I hung out at games and, oh, okay. and you know. Okay, I was just, I didn't know what old times felt like. Okay, got it. Old times felt like, you know, Hanging what, out, wa- drink, watching, drinking underage beer, watching Bullet, North wa- Bullet run all over the watching other Bullet County the teams. the Eagles take the field and get it done. Yeah. How many times did y'all beat West Bullet while you were in school? Now you're just mocking Bullet County, which is not, okay, there's no, no West Bullet, you know that. No, I'm sorry. Um, but... It was homecoming, so they did it halftime like the homecoming court, right? Yeah. And right. the the girls, you know, the freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, like they nominate each class has like I guess four, five, six girls they get nominated or whatever. Okay. They bring them out, they introduce them. It was great. Yeah. Well, we're leaving after halftime, and uh, the homecoming students essentially they were out in the parking lot. Um, I don't know if they were going to change back into different clothes. They were going to take pictures. But me, my wife, and my daughter, and then the rest of our family was in front of us. But uh, my daughter, you know, she, I don't know if she's special needs. So when we're in a parking lot, I'm, I'm panicking all the time that she's just going to not watch where she's going. She's going to get hit. So I'm oftentimes kind of guiding her as she walks, you know, in the parking lot. So um, there's, a, there's, a, there's a sidewalk that has a little, you know, brief little step up, like one little step. And uh, there were three of the girls that were in the homecoming court that were students and they had, I mean, they were dressed in a way that, you know, they were, they were dressed up and they had big, big high heels on. And it almost seemed as if maybe some of these young girls had never wore high heels because they were having a tough time walking. So we're walking to take a step up onto the sidewalk. They're walking the opposite direction about to take a step down. And my daughter's behind me and I can see it happening. I know I've got to tell her there's a step here. If not, she's going to fall. So I turn around, and you know, she's a, she's a six-year-old girl, so she's, she's, she's small. And uh, I said, watch your step, baby girl, because that's what I call her. And then I looked around knowing that she had grabbed my hand, and she then knew there was a step. And then when I turned around, one of the girls in the homecoming court, I looked at her. She was as red as a tomato. She thought I was talking to her. She thought I called her baby girl. Right. And it instantly hit me like, oh, I sound like the biggest creep ever. Like, I'm going to be now – like. Not only do people know me as the porn guy, now I'm the pedophile. Well, I... now I'm the perv. Okay. Yeah. yeah pedophile's go. a big stretch. I shouldn't have said that. But anyways, what way great is that by the time... What did she say? I turned around to look at Maya, and then she saw her, and it was a, it was a five-second whirlwind to where she literally thought, oh my God, what a creep. Who is, who, why is he saying this? And then she, so she felt embarrassed that visual, at least she seemed to feel embarrassed that she visually gave me the look of being a perv and then realized that I was talking to my daughter. Yeah. So it all made sense for her. She didn't think I was a perv, but it was a wild five seconds. But like I'm walking in my car. I'm like, oh, my God, for even five seconds, this 15 year old girl thought I called her baby girl. And it would have been the creepiest, perviest thing of all time. So it was a nice it was a nice recovery. Yeah. But like it's a George Costanza thing, right? Like yeah. imagine like in, in the Seinfeld episode, the girl would have never known that, 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 that George had a daughter or right? she would have said, that's not your daughter. 
and you're covering up yeah. for your sure, you terrible yeah. comment. Yeah. Loser. How dare you take this child and and try and cover up your inappropriateness to me? So like even if 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 she like if she never saw my daughter and she just reacted as if like, oh my God, you perv, get away from me. I'm telling I'm telling the uh I'm telling the school officials that you're out here saying stuff like that to, to girls. Like I would have wanted to chase her down and explain myself, but then I would have looked like it would have been like I was actually chasing after her because I was the fact, you know, creepy perv guy. So it was a n- potential nightmare scenario that ended up working out to where she understood. Uh, and she had two friends next to her and they, they, were all, they were all on the same page. Like they initially thought, oh, my God, this guy. And then, oh, he's talking to his daughter. Did they at least have a good laugh about it? That, yes. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, there, then every, see, there you go. Happy ending. Everybody yeah. had a good laugh. No no hurt feelings, no embarrassment, oh, misunderstanding. Yeah. What a fun night. That's a place I don't ever want to be again, meaning... Having a fun night? No. But yeah, like, that's right, because you can't let anybody celebrate anything. That's right. If you're no, happy... No that, fun around Nick. If you see some... I'm sorry. If you guys are at work or do whatever you're doing and you you see somebody enjoying themselves, you go kick them in the nuts. Oh, that is that is bold. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, nobody... Job, it's ridiculous. Nobody should be it. having fun. Nobody should be happy. But again, what, what I mean when I say it's a place I don't want to be ever again mm-hmm. is just even in that five-second nightmare thing that ended up working out fine, just the thought of knowing that's what... That's what that's what she might have thought I was. Then it was awful. Kind of like people thinking I'm watching porn at the gym. Well, you are. No, was not. I haven't been back to the gym since then. <laughs> Why? I'm going today. Okay, good. I was going to say. I got to be careful about stuff I share on the show. Sometimes content, you know, is 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 great. But like, even though it is funny, and I think people find it to be funny. And it's all, you know, we're all in on it. Like, it's now become like, oh, you're the porn guy. And that's not a good, even if, even if we're having fun and joking, maybe some people hear that and they don't know. Like, my mother, imagine my mother, oh, yeah, your son's the porn guy. Like, that wouldn't make mom. How do you know she hasn't already been told that? Is your mom on Twitter? No. Okay. God, no. Because if she was, she would have already been told that. If my mom was on Twitter and she saw the, the, uh, the bullets I was taking, yeah. On Saturday about the no fun, nobody can celebrate. Right. She would have, she'd have killed somebody. Wow. My mom's my biggest fan. Violence. Yeah, my mom, yeah. my mom's my biggest fan. Didn't somebody's mom come after you one time on Twitter? Huh? Oh, yeah, player's mom. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so that yeah. would have been her yeah. going after them on Saturday if she was on Twitter. Yeah. Do you think your mom would go after somebody on Twitter if she was on Twitter and they were going after you? Or would she be able to... Professional. I think she'd be she she'd throw the phone if she saw it. She'd control <laughs> herself because she's a professional. But okay. my mom would kill for me. <laughs> uh, well, all right. You know, ain't nothing like a mama and a son's relationship. Ain't nothing like it. Yeah. Everybody needs their mama. All right, we'll move on. You're in the red zone with Nick Coffey on 790 KRD, fueled by Thornton's. This will uh, be a high and buy segment because uh, we don't have much time left, but we just don't have another hour to go, so stick with us. But uh, this is from Jeremy. He says, where are the Brom haters at now? Purdue should be ranked. 
anybody thinking that Jeff Brown would not have success here just simply doesn't understand. I mean, look, there's no there's no certainty that anybody has success here. You just don't know. Anybody you hire, you never know how it's going to work out. Um, but I do think Jeff could have success here. And yes, his team at Purdue is is having. A, I mean, they're coming off a road win against a ranked team at Minnesota, and then they come back and knock off a really good Maryland team that that well, I shouldn't say really good, but Maryland is a team that a lot of folks thought uh, was was really turning the corner under uh, Tua's brother, the younger Tugavaloa, and uh, Purdue knocked them off. So. Yeah, Purdue's having a uh, another good season. They're sitting at uh, let's see here. Purdue is sitting at uh, four and two. Their only losses are against top eighteen teams, meaning Syracuse is ranked eighteenth and Penn State is a top ten team now. And they should have won both those games. You don't get credit for should have should have could have would have. If that was the case, Satterfield would already have a statue built here. Um, but they've got Nebraska coming up. They stink. They play at Wisconsin. Excuse they, they stink. Me? They play Iowa. Iowa stinks. Look at this. I'm not. Look, I'm not kidding. Purdue's four and two. Here are their next. Here's the rest of their schedule. The last six games: Nebraska, Wisconsin, Iowa, Illinois, Northwestern, and Indiana. Purdue could go ten and two. They won't. They'll probably go nine and three. I think they'll lose. They could lose to it. I mean, they could lose to. I mean, again, like Louisville, they could lose to a lot of teams on their schedule. But like, I swear, when when it was a primetime game on a Thursday night and Purdue lost to Penn State and Jeff Brom mismanaged the clock and really did not do his team any 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 you know didn't help him as far as how he was calling the plays and how he was running the clock and all that stuff that led to people like being out on him. And big picture, they're st- they're likely going to have another really good season at Purdue. You're in the red zone with Nick Coffey on 790 KRD, fueled by Fortes. That's right. You are in the red zone here on 790 KRD, hour number three on a Monday. Hopefully you guys had a good weekend. I certainly did. Sorry, I had to turn the microphone off so I could move it. If I moved it while I was on, it would have made a weird noise. So apologies there. Um, still getting used to the uh, the new setup here, but I love it. I, it has added a little bit of time to my commute each day. But man, Matt, what is this? About a month now since we've been here? Something like that? Roughly? Has it been that long? I don't think so. I feel like it's been at least three weeks, but I could be wrong. Yeah, it's gone by fast, and I'm happy to be here. Love it down here at 4th Street Live on our brand new iHeart Studios. So uh, if you ever are at 4th Street... I mean, I don't think they're going to let you in the building, but like, just you know, maybe walk by and wave hi. Walk it, by, ask to come in, and if no one will let you in, tell them you're here for the free lunch that Nick Coffee's going to take you to. Tell them that. Don't do that. Um, but uh, Nick's taking everybody out to lunch, pretty much. If you are out, they stop if by. you're up uh, on the second floor here at Fourth Street Live uh, during the day, you get in the morning, you get a chance to see Tony Cruz, and then you get to see Tony and Dwight, yeah. and, you get, and then you get to see Terry Miners. There's like, uh, and by the way, it's there. Sometimes if you go out there, there's an arrow pointing right to the window. You can the, out at Fourth Street Live. Yep. one of the signs. It's pointing. Yeah, I mean, it'll just show you right. I love that. Like, it mentions Nick all Coffey of our is this it direction. It doesn't say that, but um, I do love that on that big screen. It shows that you know this is we're, this is our new home, and it's got all of our stations. It, it makes me feel special that we're here. 
I don't miss the. Do you miss the old building at all? Because I don't. <laughs> not, not really. No, yeah. it's kind of hard to miss it yep. in this building. No doubt. Uh, all right, Louisville wins on Saturday, and if you were happy about it, shame on you. Go to hell. Not really. I'm kidding. Um, and I'm having fun. And I hope you guys understand that. Maybe we'll play Billy's call from the postgame show that really got this whole thing rolling. But um, look, lo- both things can be true. Louisville back against the wall. A lot of a lot of talk, a lot of noise about Scott Satterfield's situation going into that game. They were without Malik Cunningham, without Tyon Evans, and they won 34 to 17 with a backup quarterback. And uh, they deserve credit for doing that. Easy to quit would be easy to just mail it in. We all know that, but they didn't do that. So credit to them. However, as I said to start the postgame show Saturday and I said to start the show this morning, it changes nothing. Louisville, in my opinion, is still not in a good place as a program overall. I don't, I don't believe that they will be in a much better spot at the end of the season, even though they do have the opportunities. If you want to believe that and think that, that's fine. I'm not saying you're wrong and I'm not being critical. I get why fans want to have hope and they want to believe because, you know, why would you not? Nobody wants to be miserable and I'm not telling anybody to be miserable, but – in, 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 in real time, yeah, way to, way, way to step up and, and get a win. Big picture, nothing's different. This is what Louisville does. They beat teams like this. Now, without their quarterback, not often. I was not confident Louisville would win whenever we knew Malik wasn't going to play, and they did. So I guess from that standpoint, it is slightly different. But still, they beat teams like this, and they don't beat teams that matter. They don't beat teams that – like how many times has Satterfield had a chance to get a win that would sort of change how we evaluate his tenure? Not a not a program changing win, but you know you play a good team, you've beaten some bad teams. Now let's see where you stand when you've got a real opponent on the other side of the field. And anytime that's happened, they've fallen short, and that's just you know it's unfortunate. That's why I think big picture Louisville still needs to move on. And again, both things can be true. I never told people that they needed to be miserable. What I did say, just to clarify, I don't like the optics of being up on Virginia. Being 0-2 in the league before the game comes to an end, 2-3 and overall, I just don't think it's good. In my, again, we can agree to disagree. Clearly, you guys disagree. Players should celebrate and feel good that they got a win. And I guess your, your definition of celebrating, it's all different, right? Like, but the pop, like basically doing the Gatorade shower, essentially, popping bottles, having the big – like to act as if you did something monumental. Like for everybody that's yelling like, I don't think you understand. They they do that after, no matter who they play. That's just what Sat does. That's just Sat. That's just Sat. That's just how Sat runs his program. Well, I'm telling you, I don't think that's a good way to run your program. What is so wrong about a coach and a, and a team telling his players after a win when you beat somebody you're supposed to? He's not telling you to be miserable, but you still need you need to know that the the, the bar is still higher. Like the sense of every what's it irked me about the Satterfield era, really in the last few years specifically, is this notion that things are fine. Oh, it's that's fine. No big deal. Like. And it's not. And the the more we act like it is and just start accepting that, hey, we're going to lose to anybody with a pulse, but we'll celebrate and we'll pop bottles and go all out when we beat Virginia and Boston College. Or Actually, they didn't beat Boston College, but South Florida. Like, I, I, am I crazy for just saying, like, I don't like the look of that? And clearly some of you guys, you know, think I'm crazy. How about this? On Twitter. Let me see if I can find it. I think this is a compliment, Matt. Somebody told me I'm becoming Lachlan McLean. Okay. Is that Nick Coffee? Is, is that meant as an insult or a, let me let me read it. Okay. Nick Coffee is the new Lachlan McLean. 
His shell's called the Red Zone, but it's far from anything Cardinal Red. Not for sure he's a true card fan or not. Uh-huh. Looks to hate on these kids any chance he gets. Did did Lachlan do a Louisville-centric show? What an honor. Was, Lachlan McLean's a legend. I don't know what, what, what... I mean, he didn't do a show catering to any... Was it Cards Talk 84 WHAS? Is that what... It, what was it called? What was this show called? Sports Talk 84, I believe. I thought, wasn't Cards Talk 84? It's not a really good comparison, is it? I'm free now. I'm not a Louisville fan. Oh, okay. Well, clearly. I mean, we, we know you're not a Louisville fan. You made that very obvious. <laughs> and look, now that it's out there, like... I'm just happy that it. I just love that there's transparency, yeah. and I don't have to live a lie. It's very Holly. It's very uh, what was it, Hollywood Hogan moment. Yeah, like it's yeah, complete heel turn, right? Yeah. But not only can I now just let everybody know that I was it was all a fake, and I was never a Louisville fan. I, I I genuinely carved out an entire career, and it worked, but it wasn't real. Like I never. I'm not a Louisville fan. Don't like Louisville. Big Kentucky fan. Love the Cats, and I was able to put on a front for years and end up in this position and the position I wanted to be in was so that I could hate on the kids. You know, like that's what I was striving for. And here I am. Now I have the platform. That was really the only point that you just wanted to hate on college kids. Yeah. Yeah. And we wanted, you know, it it was, it was a long, long journey, right? Like I had to sit here for for the first five years at our heart, knowing we were going to, you know, we were going to let Louisville walk, and take their games elsewhere, which I don't know. Are the games on the radio this year? Do you know? Uh, are, why are you asking me? Why would I know? I don't know if they are, but okay. um, but yeah, it was all it was all. I mean, it's all part of the plan, and it was it was you know times it was hard because it just you know I'm no I knew I was living a lie, but now we're not Cards Radio anymore. It's it's Sports Talk 790 with me, and I'm I'm letting everybody know I'm a Kentucky fan. Was well, feels good to let it out. Was Lockland a Kentucky fan? I don't know. Locke, oh. Locke's a pro. Okay. Locke was great at what he... What, I'm just trying to get the reference of, and from the tweet. I don't L- understand. Louisville fans thought he was a Kentucky fan. Kentucky fans thought he was a Louisville fan. You know what that means? What? That he was good at his job. Oh, okay. So you're now you're implying you're good at your job. So basically, you just took that tweet to take a moment to talk about how great you were. Are you implying I'm not good at my job? I didn't say you weren't. I'm just saying you wanted to take a moment to talk about how good you are. Yeah, I didn't do that, but I mean, now, you, like now, now I mean, not, you mocking me? Nope, no, nope. I would S- never mock you. Speaking of mocking, uh, my cats tough loss this weekend to South Carolina. Yeah, no, no, Will Levis. What, what, do you, what do you what do you expect? They didn't have the quarterback, the the regular starting quarterback. Yeah, I mean, it's, who it's, who could win with their backup quarterback? Nick, nobody can do that. There's no team that can go out there with a second string quarterback and pull off the victory. And and if and if a team does that, they should celebrate it. They should celebrate the win and be excited about it, right? Because it's not a big it's a big deal when you win with your backup. It's hard to do, right? Yeah. Sure. Good point. That's a good point, Nick. Thanks, man. <laughs> I keep the good points coming all day. No problem. Um South Carolina Shane Beamer, I don't know how good at South Carolina is. I think Spencer Rattler's a bum, but they they just kind of came out from the jump and kind of got Kentucky on their heels and 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 never looked back. I don't think Kentucky's backup quarterback looked like, oh my God, we got to get this guy out of here. He stinks. 
But I don't think they necessarily. I, I don't know for sure if Levis was ruled out for a while. Or if it was a, it, to me, it made more sense that it was a last minute pull and he just can't go because it didn't look as if they had a real good plan in place to to help their backup quarterback. But then again, with that said, I'm not sure it would have mattered. Their offensive line is such a weakness for that team. They lost so many guys. To the, I mean, their line for years was great, and these guys that they have may eventually be good, but they have no experience. They're they're clearly not as talented as the guys they lost. And I'm not sure. I mean, Will Levis. I don't know what, what has led to his injury specifically, but we've seen it. He's been running for his life all year, and uh, he may come back soon. They have got Mississippi State this weekend, but if you saw him on the sideline, it didn't look like he was in a good spot. It looks like he's maybe out for an extended time, which I'm not sure if that's the case or not. But Kentucky went from potentially thinking, okay, can we get crazy here? Can we go 10-2? and two? To now, they may be staring 7-5 and five right in the face. And I didn't realize there was beef as the kids say, Matt, there's beef between Mark Stoops and Shane Beamer. Apparently, Shane Beamer did a lot of TikTok dancing and wearing glasses uh, at SEC Media Days. And apparently, Mark Stoops made some comments about that, threw some shade towards Shane Beamer. So Shane Beamer beat him and then did and said this in the locker room after the game. Make sure, hey, make sure we're classy in our post game with the media. All right. But at SEC Media Days, he talked about. Stupid sunglasses uh-huh. and dancing. Put them on, go. I love that. And I mean, it, it, that that is it. That's like what makes college sports great: the pettiness. And to be fair, they have kind of owned South Carolina since Stoops has been there, and then now, you know, they don't. You want to hear Billy again? Not really. But if you want to hear it, I'll I'll listen to it again. We got Billy fans. Oh, well, I mean, if hashtag, we, if, if we hashtag have Billy, Billy fans, I suppose the content decides itself. Again, I, I will. I would never claim to be the most connected, and I'm not at all with this staff. Stop they don't. Lying. They don't. This staff has never liked me because <laughs> I criticize Satterfield for complaining about L's down at midfield, um, and I've had staffers that have left this staff that have told me, and they're elsewhere that I became, you know, and I became the guy that was never going to get information and never going to be in, in. And that's fine. I don't give it. I don't give a damn. But like. I complained publicly about L's down at midfield complaints from Satterfield, and I was just out with this, with this, with the staff, with Satterfield and those guys. Um, I don't know if it was sad specifically, but still, like, you know, I know how this stuff works. So, you know, it's fine. Like, I, I don't, you know, I don't say that to, uh, you know, complain. It's whatever. I get it. If they're offended by what I say, that's fine. But, like, now that I can just say what I want and not have to worry about it, it's whatever. And today, I guess my worry is that like Louisville fans think I'm the most miserable human and that I want them to be sad. That's not it at all. It's just I'm going to be real with you. Today did not change how I feel about Louisville football's future. That's where I'm at. All right, we'll we'll, we'll try to get to those that are holding. Uh, um, we're supposed to go an hour, but, you know, I mean, I'll I work overtime for you. That's what I do. I mean, that's – I mean – what else? I mean, I'll work overtime for you guys because I, cause I, cause I love you and I appreciate you listening. There's a lot of things you could be doing on a beautiful Saturday afternoon and you're sitting here with us. Thank you. Let's go to Billy. Billy, you're up. Billy, are you there? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. What's up, brother? 
Hey, um, I wanted you to clarify something for me, sure. if you wouldn't mind. Did you have a problem with the locker room celebration of the players? Is, did I come in late? And, you, can, and, and you, kind you, of you, you came. You misinterpret came. That? Billy, you came in way late. Here's my stance on the locker room celebration. Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, I'm ready. Players should celebrate. They should feel good about themselves today because they could have easily thrown in the towel. They could have easily mailed it in. They were down 10 nothing today. And Billy, for the first time in the Satterfield era, they trailed by double digits and won a game. So players deserve a lot of credit today. Hell, even the staff. I don't know who was involved in what because they were making some changes. But, but everybody involved should feel good about today's result. What happened is I said that I don't want to see the promotion. And again, you can disagree. I just personally don't want people to act as if Louisville football is in a great spot because I don't think they are. Players should celebrate. What I what I what I hope we don't get, and if we do, I'll live. I'll sleep fine tonight. It's not going to make me angry. But if we use a if there's a video on social media from the Louisville football account of this team in the locker room and it's used as PR material, I just personally think that it's a bad look because I don't think we should act as if Louisville football is in a good spot as a program, three and three, one and two in the ACC. That is my thoughts. I have no problem with players celebrating. And I didn't even, I didn't say that on Twitter. I'm sure you saw that on Twitter and you just wanted to call and give me hell. That's fine. But I never said no, players I shouldn't I, celebrate. I don't, I, don't, I, don't follow you, I don't follow you on Twitter. Oh, let, my let goodness. Me tell you this. I might as well let me, cancel let me, my well, account. Yeah. Well, look, no, let me, let me tell you this. There hasn't been a whole lot for the Louisville football program to smile about over the last two or three years. But it's the Louisville football program, and you have to take the high points of the year, even if it's this win, and you've got to promote them. You've got recruits watching. You're always trying to build your brand, okay? Do you understand that? Billy, I understand that, and I disagree with yes you. No if you yes or no question? Uh, do I understand? What, I mean, I don't... Do I, I I don't understand that because I don't think the brand today is not a branding win. The brand did not benefit okay. today. It's Rec- not a branding win, but it's a positive win. Nick, have you ever competed at, at, at a Division One level in athletics? No, I've not. Okay, have you? Okay, well, so you really do, you don't really understand. Have you? you really don't understand? How give me your goes. resume, yes, Billy. Yes. Have you competed at Division One level? Give you my resume. My resume is well known around Louisville. I don't okay? know who you are. Say who you it are. doesn't make any difference. You don't need to know who I am because I'm not going to. I'm not going to fight with you. What I'm going to tell you. I'm fight with you either. But right like, you you're going to insult me. You I'm going to why say do you like, you have a problem. I asked you a question and you took it as an insult. I did. I, I told you that I didn't have a problem with it. I told you that I didn't have a problem with it. You're 34. Hey, you're 34 years old and you've got a platform that you don't get questioned on pretty much on here most of the time. Okay. You're, I don't know if you're a Louisville fan or not. I'd say you're a Louisville fan, but you're not a Satterfield fan. And I think you've, take, you've got some animosity because you don't get any inside information because you kind of shut your mouth off. Oh, I, I know. I, 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 actually, I actually get it now. I get it now because things aren't okay. well, and that's when they want it out. But go ahead. But you don't, I don't think you understand how much time these kids put in. It's 24-7. I never said that they did put in time. Can I finish? No, no. Here's, here, here's, here, I'm, I'm not going to. Austin, don't run him. Here's, here's what I have an issue with. You're telling me I don't. I've never once criticized players and their involvement at all. The issue is actually, I don't think Louisville football has a player issue by any means. They're not the most talented team in the country. 
but they have enough talent to be better than they are. So when they want to celebrate, that's fine. I think you're picking a fight about something that you don't even know that I said. You asked me a question. I responded to your question and gave you an honest analysis, and you you responded as if I said the players can't celebrate. I never said that. Never said said that. that football program you said that the louisville football program should not put out any type of media that promoted this win essentially that is not what i said at all that That is not what i said at all i said don't say at the beginning of the i said i said don't post a video popping bottles like you won a national championship. Of course you're going to promote that you won. That's what that 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 that's that's normal. Again, you can't again, this is not even an attack on you, Billy. You can't say one thing. You take you say one people exaggerate and stretch everything you say. I never ever had an issue with players celebrating. These guys deserve a lot of credit. If they want to post like my only issue, and again, it's a me thing. You can disagree. It's fine. You're right. If you win, celebrate. If you win, feel good about it. But if we continue as a program to brand ourselves, and you mentioned brand. I didn't say brand. You did. If you mentioned brand, this brand that we have right now, even despite today's win, is not what Louisville football is capable of. And I'm not anti-Scott Satterfield. I'm fair. Louisville's coming off back-to-back losing seasons under this guy, and they just got to 500 today. If you think that I'm unfair, and you're going to act as if I'm, I'm, I'm being unfair to him because of like lack of information that's just incorrect you're saying things that aren't true and if you act like i'm the defense and clearly i sound defensive now i am defensive but i'm just gonna call you out on what you're saying that is not true i've not been unfair to satterfield if you're sitting here and you think louisville football's in a good spot right now in year four under scott satterfield we can agree to disagree but i'm not unfair is he gone do we lose billy yes unfortunately billy dropped that's fine. Like, it's a fine debate. He didn't follow me on Twitter. I should just cancel my account. Yeah, I don't. Come on. What are you doing, Nick? You're in the red zone with Nick Coffee on 790 KRD, fueled by Thorntons. So, I'm just doing some double checking here. I, I don't think this is a real person um, on Twitter. Uh, Ian Bardenfeld. <laughs> Is that, do you know somebody named Ian Barnfield? Nope, I don't. Why are you laughing? I just I like that name. For real though, is that like a is that is that is that somebody? It might be. It's I mean it is on Twitter. I'd give a rat's ass about Twitter. Anyways, um, it's a people are so bad at at like creating fake accounts because this Twitter follow this guy has like eight eighty five hundred followers on Twitter, which is a lot. Um, but it says correspondent for WSXC News, which is not a real outlet. But everybody's, you know. SEX News? WSXC. Oh, good. Sorry. Heard something that wasn't there. Sex? Oh. Um, 
Anyways, he says Breaking Auburn is holding a press conference tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Uh, this was actually last night uh, at 10 a.m. in regards to the future of their football program. And nice. So it's coming up. You just want to stay on the air and see if we can. But it, it's not real. Oh. Um, this, I mean, it, but again, there are people who are. I mean, he literally searched probably young news reporter on Google and found that picture and made it his picture. I mean, it's the most obvious fake person ever. But anyways, I'm going to send it to you. You got Twitter pulled up? Mm-hmm. All right, go to his profile that I just sent you. Okay. And, I mean, if you saw that image, you would think, like, yeah, that's not a real person, right? What if he is real? He's wearing a UAB hat. Yeah, it's not real. But Brian Harson may, in fact, get fired today because Auburn sucks. It's just, you know. You don't think it's – I mean, look at the first the first pictures from two years ago. What does that mean? It's a dude. <laughs> I'm it's sure it's the same a- guy in the profile pic. Are you serious? Yes. The the pinned tweet is the same guy in the profile. You're telling me there's no pic stock pictures of the from, same person? From January 14th, 2020. You're basically saying this person doesn't exist. He also, he, he does appear to be a uh, LSU fan. I don't see a pinned tweet. What? I think you're looking at the dude that I I sent you over here. Are you looking at the at I am barning hard? Oh, no. I'm looking at the, the guy who responded to him. I, I guess I must be looking at the guys that's responding to him. Okay, hold on a second. I just oh, said, Ian, this guy. Yeah. Okay. Clearly a fake picture, right? <laughs> like a stock image, right? That does have a stock yeah. image feel to yeah. it. So Brian Harson may, in fact, get fired, um, but I don't think this is a credible report. So anyways, uh, why did you laugh at that name? Like, is that a, like, if I'm being trolled again, like the Jurassic Park theme song? No, no, I just think it's a funny, I like that name. I like it. All right. I like the headlines. Let's do it. All right. It's time for the Fast Five Headlines with the marvelous Matt Allen. Barnfeld. Number one. Can I be Matt Barnfeld for these headlines? Yes. All right. From the next man up department, the Miami Dolphins went to their third string quarterback, Skylar Thompson, against the New York Jets. Backup Teddy Bridgewater sustained an elbow injury and a head injury following a hit on Miami's opening drive. He left the game and the Dolphins initially listed him as questionable. He was later downgraded to out in concussion protocol. Now, of course, Tua Tungvaloa is out with a head injury, and the Broncos, or the Broncos, the Dolphins, uh, under some heat for maybe not taking enough care of him. Um, Thompson made his NFL debut sooner than most people thought he would. He finished 19 of 33 with one, for 166 and a pick, and the Dolphins got smoked on the road, 40 to 17. Um, but Bridgewater was flagged for intentional grounding, actually, on that play, uh, and the Jets scored a safety, I believe. But um, Miami's response to their second quarterback getting uh, hit, of course, under uh, increased scrutiny following Tua's concussion against the Bengals. Um, now, the guidelines played a favor, though, in Bridgewater being ruled out this weekend. Hopefully, he's okay, but... Uh, per the NFL Network, Bridgewater passed concussion test administered by doctors, but the new guidelines, which go further than the old concussion tests, were actually what ruled Teddy out of the rest of the game. Uh, but on the other side, the Palm Beach Post did report that a spotter saw Bridgewater stumble after that blow to the head. 
So Yeah, they're going to be careful, cautious, yeah. especially the Dolphins, not just teams in the NFL. So I right. uh, hated to see that. Teddy had an opportunity there, and, and it was taken right out of the gate, an early injury. And uh, we'll see. Not ideal for Miami, a team that was absolutely on fire, the hottest team in the NFL after, what, three, four weeks, and then Tua goes down, they lose to the Bengals. Now Teddy gets hurt, and they lose to the Jets. So um, what looked like it was going to be a special season for him now is sort of uh, – Seemingly in limbo. I mean, I don't. I don't get the sense too is going to come back anytime soon. And they certainly miss him. There's no doubt. Number two. From the a quarterback who's not hurt department, with three minutes remaining, and Tampa Bay facing third and four on the uh, at midfield defensive end Grady Jarrett looped around the right side of the line came in low and got Tom Brady for a 10-yard loss except he didn't because it was ruled a roughing the passer did you see this oh yeah it was awful yeah Brady complained to the awful ref call, I mean. a flag flew of course and just like that the bucks had a fresh set of downs um and after the game Brady uh was quoted as saying I don't throw the flags although he did ask for a flag on that. Of course um, he did. But uh, the NFL, um, let's see, paying close attention to any tackle that, you know, I mean, could hurt a quarterback, obviously. They've always done that. Any any uh, tackle, some would say any tackle that could hurt Tom Brady, they're going to pay close attention to. Um, but, yeah, that was, I mean, if you haven't seen the, pa- the play, I mean, I don't know if we even have uh, – um, I mean, I think we have sound of this, but that's not going to that, that, who cares? That's not going to really do it justice on radio. But uh, this this roughing the passer thing. I mean, I get want to protect the quarterbacks, but wow, that was yeah, and, 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 that was egregiously a tackle and not roughing the passer. Well, I was talking I was watching the game yesterday with some friends and one of them said this and I don't think it's wrong. If that's anybody else, they don't call that. Probably not. Yes. And it took Brady whining to get the call. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it wasn't anything instantly. They were like, oh, Tom's mad. He's hurt. Let's throw, you know. And Brady, being Brady is a factor in it. But also, you know, the, the, again, I'm not blaming. Any, I mean, refs should be criticized when there's a bad call. But, like, I understand why they feel the need to look at that more. I just, it's, it's, a, it's an unwinnable battle in regards to trying to keep players super safe and be super cautious but also not make football something that it's not it's a violent sport and i just you know i get it but it's just it's it's football will never not be violent and i don't think there's anything violent about what happened to tom brady (laughs) but it was brady so he's gonna get what he wants are you and giselle like is that i saw you with her the other day i I have no comment on that i don't know what you're talking about I i don't think that's true I saw you with Giselle, and I thought, yeah. well, listen, don't, 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 don't look, uh, you know, lob me in with Antonio Brown. I won't. I'm not gonna. I'm not. I'm not doing that stuff. Is that why he's acting out? Because he knows she's moved on to you from Tom, and he wants. I mean, that's is that don't what it is. Don't lob me in with Antonio Brown. I'm not. Okay. But that's why he's acting out. He's lost his damn mind. <laughs> he's got to be like off, right? Like he has to have mental problems. I don't know Antonio Brown, but he does seem to be quite a character. What's Giselle say? Couldn't she, tell you. Bashful. Number three. Give me three steps. Give me three steps. Give me three steps. 
from the so they're not as good anymore department. The new AP Top 25, Georgia's moved back to number one because Alabama stinks. Following their win over Auburn on Sunday, Alabama, they were number one. They're terrible because they just barely beat t- unranked Texas A&M, so they dropped to number three. Ohio State moved past Alabama because they're way better uh, to and moved up to number two in their latest blowout win. Georgia received 32 first-place votes. Ohio State had 20 because Alabama's so terrible, they only got 11. Clemson and Michigan swapped places uh, at four and five, so Clemson uh, is uh, now at four, and Michigan is now at five. And Tennessee, after an impressive win over LSU, they jumped two spots to six. The ten, the uh, top ten rounded out by USC, Oklahoma State, Ole Miss, and Penn State. Um, one of the biggest changes in the poll came courtesy of UCLA. They moved up seven spots to number 11 after a big home win over Utah, who is the defending Pac-12 champion. That's right. Utah is the defending Pac-12 champion. Um Let's see. Texas, after a 49 to nothing blowout over Oklahoma, made its return to the rankings at number 22. They're tied with another team called Kentucky with exactly 150 points from voters. Go Cats. How about that? Let's get it done this year. Go Stoops. Stoops Troops, baby. You seen him wobble out there on the sideline? Hey, do you, if Louisville makes a move, do you think Louisville could get Stoops? No, they ain't taking our coach. Okay. Just asking. They ain't taking our coach. I mean, I'm not saying they're going to make a move because they're probably going to go, uh, what, what did we say earlier, 8-4? and four? So they're going to have a real tough choice to make. But if they did make a move, they can do whatever they want. They can just don't, they can do whatever they want. Just don't touch my coach. Okay. Leave him alone. All right. Football school. You hear that? We're football school. Um, I just checked the uh, as we are now midway through the season for most teams, the uh, updated college football playoff predictions. Matt, it is wild how this is all new flavor. Like it's not, and it's, this should, I, and it's good for the sport when you have new new teams at the top, right? Like Bama, Clemson, sure, Ohio State, and Georgia. Like that's it's that's exciting. What, yeah, it's exciting. Who knows what'll happen when yeah. those four get together? By the way, Brett McMurphy has Louisville in a bowl game. See, <laughs> see, Nick. And you don't want them to celebrate. I don't. Um, but they're uh, in the uh, Wasabi Fenway Bowl in Boston. Oh, cool. They get to play at uh, Fenway Park. And they get to play against the Memphis Tigers. How about that? Uh, there, Kentucky. There's nothing more electric than Louisville and Memphis in, in, in December yeah. at Fenway Park in Boston. I mean, those. that's why you come to Louisville. Right. To play in that the Wasabi Bowl. When you're in the kid, you're in the backyard, you're throwing it around the yard with your dad, and you're just thinking like, man, one day... I'm going to put on that Louisville uniform. We're going to be out there at Fenway. <laughs> I wonder if there's, Wasabi any, Bowl. if there's any Yankee fans on the team if they'll refuse to play in it. be a cool experience, I would say, right? I mean, Oh, no comment on the Red, on the Red Sox because Matt hates them. No, they can, I can comment all you want. They, got last, they finished in the last yeah. place. <laughs> when are you going to come clean? And when are you going to... When are you gonna come clean and let everybody know you're you're truly a, a, Red, a Red Sox fan? Yeah, it was a tough year. Um, Kentucky's bowl projections is against the <laughs> Relia Quest Bowl, which is in uh, Tampa against Illinois. God, talk about a fall in the last two weeks. They were thinking Sugar Bowl. They were thinking Stoops going to be down there on uh, on Bourbon Street, just you know, doing the waddle, popping bottles. Now they're playing Brett Bielema. In a bowl game I've never heard of. You hate to see it. Was that number three? That was number three. 
From the Seamhead update for Nick. The San Diego Padres are heading to the NL Division Series. Those wild card series are over, and I think only one t- home team won because the San Diego Padres beat the Mets in a winner take all wild card game, uh, wild card game series, wild card series game three. There you go. Um, Padres starter Joe Musgrove was nearly flawless, seven scoreless, one hit, one walk, and uh, San Diego will now travel to the. Um, division series to take on the Los Angeles Dodgers. All of those games start Tuesday night, but the Mets, boy, they really folded down the stretch. They led for most of the year, lost the lost the lead uh, of the division of the division for the, to the Braves in the final weekend, and then bowed out after 101 wins in the wild card round. And so now it is Phillies, Braves, Padres, Dodgers in the National League. And it is Guardians, Yankees, Mariners, Astros in the. Or I may have said uh, I may have said American League, but that was the National League. The Yankees, Guardians, uh, Mariners, Astros is the American League, and that all gets started with a big quadruple header. So if you need Nick, he'll be watching baseball tomorrow. Yep. Let's do it. Let's go Guardians. Wrong. Let's go uh, Phillies. Phillies, huh? You think the Phillies are going to upset the Braves? Is, what's the biggest talking point of postseason baseball at this point? Is it that the Mets collapsed? So far, yeah. yeah. I mean, 101 wins, and they couldn't get out of that. That's pretty bad. But, you know, they had a okay year, but, yeah, you got to get that done, I think. Like, nobody takes satisfaction in a great year if you did nothing in the postseason in baseball, right? Nobody takes satisfaction in a great year if you did nothing in the postseason in any sport. That's what I thought, other than soccer, because they don't have a postseason. Yep, there's no soccer playoffs. And people say Ties and no playoffs. And people said I don't know anything do about this? soccer. <laughs> Clowns. From the, I'm sorry, what kind of ghost department? Living in a haunted house has its drawbacks. Caroline Humphrey, she owns the Ancient Ram Inn in Gloucestershire. Have you ever been to the Ancient Ram Inn in Gloucestershire? I've not. Have you ever been to Gloucestershire? I don't even know what it is. Gloucestershire? I'm, it's Gloucestershire Shire. Worcestershire sauce? No, Gloucestershire Shire. Worcestershire sister sauce? No, Gloucestershire Shire. Okay. I, I believe it's called Gloucestershire Shire. Anyway, it's the ancient Ram Inn, but it's a little more than bump, going bump in the night, if you know what I'm saying. It's a little more than bumping <laughs> in the night because Caroline is leaving the ancient Ram Inn in Gloucestershire Shire because of a suspected... Sex demon. Oh, no. A sex demon. Apparently, a number of guests have been assaulted by the sex demon. Oh, no. One of those people was her dad. Quote, my dad constantly complained about the sex demon that touched his legs and pressed up his body. When he didn't want it to happen. Once the bed started to vibrate, he passed out. And when he came to, his arms were above his head. Now, Humphrey says she hasn't had such an experience with the sex demon, but she's not going to stick around and wait for it to happen either. She's so far, you she's can't. only witnessed. You can't. No. She's only witnessed a cabinet tumbling down the stairs and pictures falling off the wall with no one near them. She says, quote, I've seen it, I've felt it. And I know it exists. Yikes. Scary stuff. The sex demon in the ancient Ram Inn in Gloucestershire, if you need them.
That was the Fast Five Headlines. Thank you as always, Matt. All right, very little time left here, so let's rapid fire through some of these uh, celebrity birthdays. How about uh, Brett Favre? How old is he today? Favre is 15... 52. 53. Okay. Dale Earnhardt Jr. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is uh, 44. 48. Nah. How about uh, Mario Lopez? Slater. A.C. Slater has got to be 51. It's 49. Okay. Okay. All right. That'll do it for us. You guys enjoy your day. We're back at tomorrow morning right here. And nobody be happy today. I'm serious. If I find out anybody was having a good day and being happy, I'm going to be pissed off. This is the Purdue uh, Radio Network right here on 790 KRD. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.